COVID-19 safety measures were strictly adhered to at all times during this production. Welcome to Season 2 of Uncool, where we talk to people about the uncool side about being cool. And so today we're quite interested to know what it is like to, you know, to do, to make stories and, and to make shows <laughs> for stage. And so yeah. we have two very, very uh, important guests here today. And it's slightly different because I think in the past we've always had um, guests who's more in the, related to what we do. Uh, you guys still do related in, in terms of it being arts, right? But we have... People who are in theatre. So we have Ghani as well as Ihun here with us. And we let them introduce themselves. You go first. We kind of started at the same time, right? She was. I think we were same era. Exactly. Same time. Yeah, we we, we, we would say, say same era. La. Oh, and yeah. somehow our, part, our parts were crossing and then. We crossed because of the dancer background la, when you go dancing. So basically, I was trained in uh, live theatre. So I did theatre production as. That was my background. And then subsequently, I did many other things. My initial was with a children's theatre company. It's called Act 3. And then after that, yeah, that actually was my first exposure to theatre. And then after that, I went into, I did uh, Les Miserables, which is, of course, I think it changed my life and changed my perspective about theatre and actually also make me decide to go into technical theatre. Technical theatre and uh, performing arts is... Uh, we support the performing arts, technical theatre. So so I did technical theatre. I even went to school to study about the technical theatre. I even teach about the technical theatre. And then after that, there was a scene change, you know, when, you know, Esplanade came in and everything and then freelancer like us, who doesn't like to... Because when you're doing theatre, you want to have the variety, of, the choice of variety of doing something. I don't have the concept of what it is like to work inside a venue permanently. So I never actually thought about a full-time uh, venue-based kind of uh, back, uh, job for myself. So, but I don't think I regretted that. So because I get to really meet a lot of different people have choice of different doing many different kind of production i think that that was what kept me going if i think if i was stuck to a, a place i would have pro- pro- probably uh, shortened my career path by a lot in theater so but anyway so i move on after theater i move on to do a lot of events and research work and 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 and, and i'm still doing those things but the skill set that i've acquired through uh, my theatre training has supported me and throughout this whole journey uh, as a live theatre practitioner and also as a researcher currently, which I'm heavily involved in doing research of uh, Singapore history. And yeah, I meet interesting people like, you know, like Ghani. I think, I think yeah, we were at that, that crossroad of like, it was a very interesting time because Singapore, yeah. Sing- right? We, we didn't know anybody who was doing the art scene. Was we didn't know what the hell we we're going to do, but there was a love for. It. I mean, like the very first show I did was Beauty World, um, and I was in junior college, and I mean it's crazy. I was you either become doctor, lawyer, engineer, um, businessman. 
okay, coming from ACJC, right? And you are in this, you're surrounded by, wow, the economics is like, the, the commerce, it's like, I can't believe this. I'm going to, I got this, getting this, uh, bus, you know, this uh, scholarship, I have to study. Okay, I'm taking S people, I'm going to do scholarship. I'm going to be, they're going to, they have shortlisted me to be in EDB, okay, economic De development. I'm going to be, I'm going to be bonded to them by ED. Oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> I cannot, I come Drama. to economics. Drama. It's all these numbers <laughs> and numbers. I was like, I cannot, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to die with numbers, death by numbers, coloured by numbers, murdered by numbers. I was all the thinking, right? And I just, all I did was I say, God, I want to travel. I want, I, I grew up at Old Airport Road. And as a kid, ah, you know, you see the plane flying so low. And after the plane come on here, I will run out. And me at the ledge down there like, <sighs> and then you see this horizon and the plane disappearing and you're wondering, What's out there? What's out there? And all I can think is, what's down there? Okay, I'm five years old, six years old. Okay, I can see down there, right? And, and it was an access that you have this Pasamalam and my, and this Chapalangkia, right? The only, right? <laughs> Who's, yeah. The only, this Chapalangkia, and I, I went to a kindergarten and all my, I remember my grandmother because who, like, she told my mother and I was five years old and I, I was I got I was I started talking when I was like nine months apparently that's what they told me was I was surrounded by adults first grandchild right so I and and I went to this in the Jewish community center you know those those PAP kindergarten right I I remember the first day I was in a normal kindergarten and I was like and everybody would be there with the parents my mom were like uh, mommy go home okay okay <laughs> freedom yeah. yeah I got lost when I was two and a half years old. So I, I had very vivid memories from that, that time onwards. Because some, I think something about when I look back, I, I think trauma creates, it, it builds that body. And I remembered very vividly, you know, and until, until today, they asked me, so what happened now? Whole neighbourhood right, went to look for me and I remembered I was in a police station and first one policewoman, four policewomen, all come, boy or girl too. Oh boy, girl, I cried. And next thing you know, I turned around, I saw my dad coming in with his shirt and with my guy looking like, right? And I was like, daddy! Yeah. And ever since then, I could remember everything, somehow. <laughs> it's very bizarre. And I went to this Chinese school, right? And we had performing, performing arts. We were, I rem I have pictures. We, we were hey, performing which, in which which one? Uh, uh the uh, the uh, Chinese uh, high. No, Juche Kindergarten, the PAP. And right, I was the only naka hey kuai naka kuai hey haizi. The teacher would call me naka kuai hey haizi. And yeah, because and we would, and I was the given Eurasian boys because I was the non. Chinese, they, I was not allowed, to, but I would watch. I would sit there and watch, and I would love performing. And just like growing up in that old airport road, right? Every Thursday, Pasar Malam, there's this Chinese wayang. And I would, that's the only thing that would sit me down. And I would like sit down with my yellow chair, holding yellow paper. And my parents would leave me there, you know? So like, you wow. start young. So you're not, you're not actually my era already. Before <laughs> yeah, that. I'm thinking like, I mean, hey, if you think your back, history right, like then, higher, longer. Yeah, yeah, because but you, then after I started that, in my 20s though. Know? So you like, you start like six, six or seven. And then, you know, I had a grandmother who the only person who could see me that I was never could, I could never be said. I was so not mischievous. Always getting like, the first no, like eight kid at home a, was this Yours big, is considered oh. a life journey. Already. Yes, correct. Yeah. That's my point. Mine's That's my point, life. because no, I was an accidental performer. My dad was, a, I come from a military family and very, I was just, it was one accident after the other. I don't think I, but I, I knew I wanted to travel. I knew I, you know, as a kid, 
they were asking me, see, what do you want to go and grow up? At first, I said, I want to be an astronaut. Then I saw the plane, I'll become pilot. Then what do you want to do? I want to see the universe, I remember, you know? So I was, and my, you have a grandmother who was a storyteller. She would tell me stories, all that, and that's the only thing that would sit me down, right? And she was my first teacher in singing because every day she says, she was the only one, she was a love, she was my, I call her Ma, right? And nobody could sit me down, everybody, like this kid, huh? Wow, discipline problem and school, everything. Um, but by the time I was 10, I, I went to, shifted from Hague Boys School to Henry Park Primary, uh, Henry Park, and, and it, was a, a, it was a culture shock because I went from a Chinese, totally Chinese neighborhood to, I had a neighbor who was Cantonese, Hainanese, Cantonese, Hokkien. So all these languages were, and language was, right? And then at home, my grandmother would be like teaching me, okay, Alif, Bata, the Arabic. Right? And she was very spe specific, no, there's a difference between the ha and the ha, you know, alhamd, hum, and then she would tell me my real name in Arabic, is uh, one of the Arabic. more about that. Right? And it's the name, my name is actually pronounced as Ghani, but nobody could call me, they just call me G. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I took ballet, I wanted, I saw ballet, I wanted, I don't know why, I wanted to dance, I wanted to perform. But it was, we were in an environment that was so against it, you know, against it. Um, I went to, when I was 10 years old, I, and that year, 9 years old, 8 years old, operated year drum, 9 years old, broke my leg on first school holiday, broke leg, cannot okay, school holiday, come back to school and got ballet, I'm the only boy. And the teacher hated me, like, what are we going to do with this one given boy? Were you hyperactive or what? I was very hyperactive. Yeah, hyperactive. Be. My mom would tell me Not this story. Not likable hyperactive kids. <laughs> my mom loved it. I, 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 my mom once told me this story many years ago, before the first She said, because I'm so hyperactive, and she says, you know when you were three, she said, when you were three, I said the doctor, what the doctor told me, she said, um, oh, because you had all this accident, you roll. Then the doctor told me, you know, like your child suffered from hyperactiveness. You need to cut down on the sugar and the sugar intake for this kid, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. right? Uh. I don't uh, stop feeding him all these <laughs> chocolates is, uh. and ice creams. <laughs> then she says, then we left the cleaning. Uh. And then, she says, yeah, then we went over the opposite the cleaning, I bought you chocolate and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, but the doctor what? said, she what? says, what kind of diagnosis is that? She said, you know. It's a good that? diagnosis. She says, which kid is not hyperactive? What kind of stupid diagnosis she was saying that? See, see the contrast. And, uh. Technical <laughs> theatre versus performance. My mum, to me, in my eyes, she was Wonder Woman. Right? She was this wow, flower power. The only kid who never used uniform. Then, she, like kindergarten, everybody started wearing that checkers uniform. Yeah, uh, yeah, people yeah, the first yeah. year. First three months, no uniform. After we started uniform, right? Then the teacher said, tell your parents. When my mom said, go and tell the teacher, this is kindergarten, what uniform you want to use? Are you One the only person to... in your family that actually turned into a performer? Yes. Oh. So I turned, I turned to the sky one day and I would always be sitting at the beach where I grew up in Marine Parade, right? I would sit there and I turned to the moon and I say, I want to travel the world, I said. I would talk, talk to, don't know who I'm talking to. I say, I say, I don't know what to do. I say, just show me the way. Just show me, I need teachers. I, what am I to do? There was no LaSalle, there was no NAFA. What am I going to do? Then true. junior college true, came, true, true. right? Yeah. But then junior suddenly, college also got drama department. Correct, I went to ACJC because of that. The same year, my, my senior was Hosean Leong. Oh, Hosanna. Uh, yes, and there's, there's Rosita Ng. Uh, then of course there's James Lai. But and there are a lot of them actually from ACJC. Yeah, correct. And that same year, you know, like Miss Universe came to Singapore, right? Yes. yes. Who's the representation, representative? No, you lah. Ex-ACJC student, right? <laughs> During the 9am telecast, 
We all ignored the teacher principal. We all went to the hall watch, even the principal watch. Then this was like close to A level already lah. I'm like, oh dear, what am I doing? Young ah, seventeen. Right, and then I was in the drama club. So vis a vis that, I was rehearsing for Beauty World. I was hungry. I was hungry, but I was picked up all the time, and the people in Beauty World picked on me all the time. I think everybody hated me because I learned practically everything. I could sing everybody's part, and every night they would make me cry. They would pick on me, but these Ayoh. are the very people later on who become my closest friends. We were re- rehearsing every day for six months for four shows: the inaugural first Singapore Arts Festival in Ithaca. Four days performance, right? We rehearse every day for six months. Guess how much we were paid, everyone? What? How much? One hundred dollars. For six months, that's like ten bucks a month. But everybody did it because we felt that we needed to do this. We needed. There was a necessity. Yeah, the the, the kind of uh, the the kind of spirit ah uh, during that time is you you now nowadays young people wants to be actor because they want to look good on screen, want to be famous, want to dress, want to be bombastic and that kind of thing. But last time no. Last time is a hard life, you know. I mean, like, we we very poor thing, you know. First, like them, we also that there's no budget for us. Okay, the because 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 all goes to the performer first. <coughs> If performers only get hundred, can you imagine what the technical oh, people yeah, get? Yeah, yeah. Last time was actually building up the industry. Right? We no, don't even that, think like, about no that. Industry. There's no industry to build. <laughs> yeah, there's no industry. We were just doing it, and a lot of people we were experimenting. Our situation also make us resilient. We we were mm. also like we were like do or die kind of spirit, mm. and then whatever we weren't. Taught right, we self-taught ourselves. Yeah. We make sure we learn everything as much as possible, and and we still collaborate. I didn't yeah. meant to be a a, a theater performer. I so I had people like Najib, who was my mentor, my first cool. mentor. He would dress me up. I couldn't afford any of this. I won a a, a, a comp- two competitions: Electric Youth and Voice of Asia, and represented Singapore and Hong Kong. Right? It, We've got Anku to be cool. He's very cool. I would. I mean, I. I my, I hung. I had my best friends in school, junior college. Were these two girls were all su- they were super cool. They were the supermodels. They would eat two, two, they would eat two spoonful. I said, "Can you can you finish the food?" I said, "Wow, I'm fat." I was always fed. I was not very popular in school until, um, in fact, I was ostracized the first day of orientation. I remember I said I made a mistake coming to this school. Even now, my Which best school friend, now, this one? ACJC. Oh, still ACJC. My best friend is not talking to me because he was Mr. ACJC. <laughs> Oh. Right, and he's not talking to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like this weird boy. Everybody ostracized, and the first two p- people to speak to me, and then suddenly I had during the orientation, I had these friends, and I decided to let it out in a song during the campfire orientation, and I sang, "That's what friends are for." Suddenly, because of that one incident, I was everybody wanted to be my friend because I was always hanging with a lot of dancer. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Then he was choreographer also. So so, where did you meet him? Because where did uh, I think meet? we did a lot of sh- because I, I had problems. I mean, I I became a sucker for for details, right? And we did not have the technical kind of support. Along comes this girl who has eye for detail. She like, I mean, how are we doing that? Okay, so she was the troubleshooter. Because my 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 job, right? I have to be very level headed at every time, all time. Mm. So I'm always like my mind is always thinking. 1995, I did Lemis. So, so oh. yeah. wow, yeah, wow, you're more than me. I did Lemis lah. Lemis, I was the uh, I was mechanic on the stage. Yeah. I saw a uh, pre-show. I was mechanic, so I fix up. You know, 
Lemi side got revolve right barricade right mm. so we fix I I was one of the technical people that fix up the fix up the barricade fix up the fix up the revolve yeah. and then yeah wow amazing that that was my first exposure to really professional theater oh. and that really shaped my shape how production should go in Singapore. That's yes. what I feel. And, and because I, you had yeah. that kind of exposure. That, I, think I still feel that lucky. we weren't doing enough after I have gone through that, that, that stage of my life in what showing how the full setup of a professional theatre is like. So I definitely, I was telling myself, we have to train up more technical people who are capable to do things on that kind of level. So I went, I went to train and... Um, I was recommended to go for further training. La. So so and and of course I jumped at that opportunity to do it because uh, Brada was really a, a very Brada uh, meaning Royal Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. So it was really a, a one of those top schools in the world. I think that year when I was selected, uh, every year about two thousand intake, two thousand applicants or more. I don't know. But that when I got in there were only eighteen of us were selected. <gasps> One eight. Oh wow! So so I of course I got in and then I studied more about technical theater. But before that, I already have a lot of experience in theater in Singapore. I've done a lot more than all my classmates uh, put together. I have done mm. when I walk into the school, uh, I tell you all the teacher know me. Eh eh Ihun, huh? You're here. I always feel technical theater is so important. We have a lot of good performance, but can you imagine? It's not being like ah. it's not supporting oh, enough, is it? I think my most funny experience is when I was on Sing to the Dawn. That was my second musical production because prior to that I was doing I was doing uh um. Um, Did you do the show of Horus? No, 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 no. Sing I was doing wait, 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 wait. Sing to the Dawn. Before that, I was doing Lemis. And, and during Lemis, something happened with Sing to the Sing to the Dawn. So they have to, they have to actually catch me. And then they, nothing was ready. The props, props, everything was not ready. The director it, was on no, Broadway. No, no, Sing to the Dawn. Sorry, uh, uh, Golden Child. No. Golden Child. I was doing Golden oh. Child, the Broadway production. And they sent me off to Thailand to do to to get all the props, everything in. Wow within five days because if it doesn't happen the show is not going to happen now of course you have esplanade who, who has a you know every time you, you you do a project with them they will have a group of like lighting department whatever come they to you sit down support, and take notes of what you need and uh, then and then you just have to arrive there and everything is like it's, and like, it's a very yeah. and the way they take notes and all that is very organized it's very but you see yeah uh, the problem with this kind of setup is if any single one of them get out of their space they will be lost yeah. Oh, because, oh, they're, because too, they're, they're so special. They, they are compartmentalized already. I see. Yeah. For us, but we know everything. So. West End, I was also compartmentalized. Yeah. So I was doing sound only. I, I did. Uh, I did whistle down the wind. But I think, I think the whole experience is not just what I did. You know, it's what I saw, and, and what I experienced. Yeah, because you know, whistle down the wind was like, uh, they they have a split stage. Singapore, you don't get that, right? Oh, you know what yeah. is the meaning of split stage? Right? You know the technical difficulty of having a split stage? Meaning, if, if uh, there's one Movable stage... split mo- stage. Yes, meaning you cannot have light overhang. Mm. Because oh. you can, but once this goes up, Collision. this light cannot use. You can only use another uh, the, the other yeah. set of lights. Split stage with fire on stage. Live wild animal snake on stage. Because I was doing Whistle Down the Wind. Live so animals. Yeah, Damn. snake. I was like the snake cage was right next to my sound the sound booth that I was <laughs> supposed to report to and I was like totally afraid of snakes. Oh, and and my, my my area was actually my the area that I was in charge uh, in West End, 
was actually three floor down. You know, it's not like Singapore. You the the you only have one at uh, the stage level. Yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, yeah. if you go underground, you have your maybe your uh, another access area where you can go for the orchestra. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, Singapore, you don't get that kind of uh, underground compartmentalized. Is is perhaps not the right word to use. I think specialized. It's a bad thing. It's not. It's not a bad it's thing. A it's thing. You, you need to have that also because you. But you do need to have someone with uh, a lot of experience and really know the full production process, and then work with the different department who are specialized in their own way to make a production happen. To make a production, you know, like uh, um, make the unreal happen. I was thinking like, because um, <clears throat> I'm always like in the the film and the the video kind of. Mm. Production, right? And to me, theater is. I try not to think too much about it because it just seems like so crazy. Like, how do you even start? Like, where do you start? That's why the production person is very the production manager. Oh, okay. In Singapore, we have a total different setup. Ah, uh. in 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 Singapore, basically you get a product. A production coordinator type of production manager, meaning this person do not necessarily know a uh, technical theater. Okay, they don't know technical theater. Ah. Uh. They, but they know how to put things together lah. Uh, money, budgeting, mm. you still need people with that kind of skill, oh, right? Yeah, budgeting yeah. and then like uh, booking space, hiring, contracts, you know, all these things. Production manager, that kind of production manager. But usually they will hire a professional theatre. They will also, addition, in addition to a PM, which is a production manager, they will also hire a TSM, a technical stage manager or a technical manager. So meaning you have Which one more person, like uh, cor- correct, but I have never oh. been actually a technical stage manager. But, um, but in the West, a production manager has to have technical skill. Mm. So it's totally oh, different. I that see. means when you hire a production manager in the West End or whatever, he needs to know everything across all the department. That is why when you go for theatre training in the West, they train you all these things. Mm. That is why when I taught in La Salle, I did the same thing. I make sure that this group of students were taught production management because you fundamentally you need to know theatre. If you don't know theatre, how can you build theatre? Yeah, performance is a different. You you don't want them to be bothered with this kind of uh, mundane. You know, you you just you want them to. I was very interested in that though. I was very into that technical aspect as well because. Because I just didn't design the story. It is a full design. I want it has to be the whole context, contextual, yeah. the whole contextual of uh, design. You I wish celebrate. you you know because, because so you want, can do yeah. some artistic changes, I mean, right? Yeah, but yeah, there was a lot of. I love the collaboration between the tech because as a as a choreographer, I want it like that. So in order to sell this to en- enhance the show, the conceptual concept of the show, I have to talk to them. I say how ah. Uh, I need the thing to look like that. Leh. I want to, but I don't know how to say that I want the light. I don't know anything about, oh, the white flush, the side. I don't know what all the technical, right? I will just tell her, okay, I want the feeling uh, to be like this. I mean, yeah, I didn't but mean You to know be that a... it's very rude to do that if you have a lighting designer. <laughs> she should. Because, like, uh, hey, what yeah. are you doing? No, no, no. No, no, not... but understand because if he is a choreographer or a director, he uh, can add his uh, input. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, this yeah. is the I way this, I want I this, it. Yeah. He can, he can but convey I don't know how his... To... Yeah. But because without yeah, if he if he knows, he can actually convey and say, can we change this to a warmer color? Oh, I I want, I want something. Black, I want just one white flush. Like just one white light, different type. Like I want I want to. But he doesn't know the possibility because he don't know what is already hung up there. Ah. Yeah, 
is this because if it is a profile lantern, for example, a lighting equipment, a profile one, that you can actually shape and narrow and sharpen it to focus on the person. Uh, but uh, if it is a a, a par can or whatever, you just flash the light, just turn on. Then they'll just. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you something about that. Uh, directors like to say say this. Uh. <laughs> Do can you? I I want this feeling lah. Uh. Then I will ask them your feeling or my feeling, <laughs> because we it's, feel it's differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. feel differently. Of course, I'm not you. I can't really feel you. <laughs> Basically, the time, basic, the basic yeah. of 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 theatre is 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 in Singapore is so really. However, you know, I think one thing I thought at that time, although we would needed people like Kingsen at Theatre Works, vis-a-vis we have the necessary stage, right? And we were doing all this raw theatre because we were going. We had brilliant writing. You have people like Kuo Pao Yeah lah. Experiment. Right? There's also. The there's also. I also. Okay. Basically, I was told right from my training in theatre. As long as you've got one audience and you have one stage, you already can be a theatre. You can already do that. That's so theatre mm, can be very very basic, and it's okay. I'm fully respectable of. Uh, respect all this. You, I'm, I mean, you go theatre to enjoy a theatre for not just light and sound and stage, right? Yes, not yes, costume. You also enjoy good writing, good acting. You can get to enjoy a lot of things. But when it comes to like musical or opera, you need that you kind need of stage. You need the stage. You need a stage yeah. manager who understands yeah. music, because. It is the music has to go from ten 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 the stage ten 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 stop that 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 you know. So again, again input ah. So in a musical theatre, for example, or uh in the West, as compared to Singapore, right? Uh, Singapore always shortcut. We have one SM with two ASM maybe maybe ASM stands for assistant stage manager and stage manager stage left and stage right. Okay, if you have budget, if don't have budget, if you don't have budget, it's just. SM Paukaleo, everything oh, done oh, by yeah. one, one person. Like. SM running here and there from yeah. stage right to stage left. Something yeah. goes. Sometimes, sometimes it's small enough. You can do that. You can do that. So it really depends. I'm not saying that it's it's wrong. I'm just saying that this can happen. But in the West, it's very different. Uh, SM, DSM, a deputy stage manager, and then stage managers, assistant wow. stage manager. And the difference is, the SM doesn't. Go on stage. It does. She doesn't. She doesn't the, call the cues. Yeah. No, she don't. SM is roaming all over the place. Mm. In 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 is mm-hmm. they are overlooking everything, and she must know everything in case DSM falls sick. ASM falls sick. She will jump in and replace right, them right. anytime. Mm. She but, needs but, to know yeah. the show inside out. The stage manager. Right. DSM is the one who calls the shows. Anywhere in Broadway and West End, the deputy stage manager is the one who holds the prom book and right. call the shows. The right. prom book is the book where they go through the full rehearsal, mark all the blocking of the actor actresses, and know all the cues for the shows. So and know exactly when to call for which cues for the shows. That is the role of the DSM. Singapore, you don't get. You you hardly ever heard of a deputy stage manager. Is it because the seasons are shorter? Mm. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's because of season. We have long long uh, nowadays we have quite long running uh production also, but in Singapore the SM and the DSM roll into one as an SM. Yeah. Uh. But what you guys are saying now for both because uh, I think technical... it was budget 
things. Oh, right, but right, is yeah. it in the past or is it still happening now? No. Now, now no, still, no. still SM only, what? There's still DSM. <laughs> There's never a DSM in Singapore. But, but you know, and we've been talking a lot about making... making a stage manager, assistant stage manager is the best you can get already in Singapore. <laughs> we've been talking about, a bit about what it's like to make a, a, a stage show in theatre. And then I think, well, then of course there's a, then you all went into live uh, locations to do your shows. You, uh, Gani in particular, you did, well, you did a very, you went to theme parks and you directed theme park shows. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, Universal Studio was, was, wow, to me this is like one giant set. Basically, yes. that, right? Mm, it's not a yes. stage. If you're walking into the world. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Okay, I love theme parks. I mean, you're too young to know this, but in the 70s, we had, um, permanent theme park called Wonder World. Oh, yeah. Right, that's where Indoor Kalang Stadium is right now. Mm. And I managed to, managed to catch a glimpse of it because in doing Beauty World, we had to do those research so yeah, we had yeah, to go to Gay World. Yeah, because Beauty World is like, right. yeah, like So Gay we had to see all that, all like really a blast, like really like, but you know, growing up in that area, I told right, in the, near that Geylang area. I remember as a kid, 70s, you see people come back from the Sunday morning and how they dress, they go parties and all that. And my mom and my family, got, I got aunties and uncles, right, who were all hippies. So, yeah, I had an Afro uncle with a balboza, bell bottom. Talking yeah. about you, uh, my impression of, of, of uh, uh, Gani, uh, basically, when I first saw him, uh, he's always in this jump shoot, uh, and then inside got oh nothing. Oh my god, one, you uh. got remember? Nothing, nothing. He just wear jump shoot over him only. Yeah. Rajma, there's the fastest thing to do at home. Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And, 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 it's, and one side, one side. Not, Accident. Yeah, yeah, that kind. La. So my impression <laughs> of, of him is basically, wow, this macho man. Uh, macho man, he was very macho that time. I'm 22. <laughs> I know, I know, but very because lean, strong, very yeah. fit. The physique was there. Oh, totally can, so totally I just cannot like, no, imagine I like... Um, to me, it was like, wow, this very, very strong, very, you know, everything is just seem like, and, and also I, I was thinking, uh, I didn't see the acting part, lah, you know, have, have not encountered that yet. But, you know, to me, it was like, persona-wise, wow, very, very, very impressive, you know. Once he walked in, you were like, star. Huh? You know wow. the kind? Like there was this the the aura. Yeah, yeah, the aura, the aura. The aura. The, the time. <laughs> you know, you and look at him. Like, oh my god! No, because he got the, he got the nice physique, very nice physique. Mm. Okay. You know? Yeah, really. I'm serious. I wasn't. I'm not joking. Yeah. But, so it was. Okay. I was just. But, it was just practical. I mean, I re- now that you mention it, it was this practical reason because number right, one, you remember it's right. the fastest way to put on the clothes and rush out. Oh yes. <laughs> right? you're, you're lazy. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's, it's, it's like, okay, I'm such a sweat hawk. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sweat anyway. I'm not going to like keep bringing extra t-shirt and keep yeah. changing. Because yeah, yeah. that was, was what I used to do. I would have like three extra t-shirts inside. Wow. Three to five. And then, oh my gosh, it's like, ayah, sudah lah, jumper, easier lah. I wanted to be a pop star. But somehow, the, the theater, you are a of pop the star to, in my eye. I, oh. You sing in that character. <laughs> ah. Ah, you, you, you can... You can because musical theatre, mm. opera, you sing as a character. Mm. You like the Ternadier in Les Misérables don't have perfect voice. His, his, his voice is always cracking up. The yeah. Ternadier. The masters of the house. Yeah. You don't need to have perfect mm. uh, like 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 crystal clear voice or whatever. No, yeah. it's, it's different it's from theatre. Yeah, it's a character. Yeah, yeah. Voice. I mean, you were talking about Universal Studio. It was uh, I wanted to work there, but I really really so badly. So they had, they had the hor- hor- uh, Halloween Horror Nights. And you have like over 300 you kids. There. For that particular period only. And 
And they had, you know, you have, they come into New York, you have the, I mean, it's basically to create the, an experience, mm. right? To create an experience. So, so, but then I was given this uh, zombie lane and they are very good. They have, they are just like Broadway and because they spend $1.8 million on the lighting uh, and the sound so that when the audience come in, when the people come into the gates and they're walking into a whole entire New York City that's converted. This is different. This is creating an experience. You're talking about how to scare a the people. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so how do you scare a person? How to scare a person? But poor kids, like, but they love it. Like, every day, the, the injury level very high yeah, because yeah. you see the zombies sitting on there. And then I had to time, I had to basically design it such a way where I say, you have to feel the audience. You have to feel the crowd. Because some people, you will get those smart alec. Ha! Ha! Yeah. I know, I know, I know, right? <laughs> now, what do you get? What do you do? So I say, so it has to be a coordinated. So I had to teach those kids how to actually have peripheral vision and actually. Um, bring out and sense it. So what kind of, and to read audiences, because at the end of the day, I think when we're on stage, we do that as well. But now imagine you have one point eight million for your for your Halloween horrors. Yeah, but then you you have the lighting like that, and uh, and then we had the one point eight million, right? So by the time we did the hell, by the time we did the okay, let's turn Egypt into hell, right? Because at the end at eleven o'clock, all the different groups from the different sides mm -hmm. will come into Egypt and they are walking into hell. Yeah, right? I never saw that. So like, yeah, so they walk because we went home by eleven o'clock. Maybe <laughs> they walked to help back, but they didn't know what to do. They were like, "How do are we going to end this?" I say, "Easy, let's turn hell is a disco." Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, I mean, but 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 again, you know, theme parks usually Halloween horror. Everybody looks forward to it because that's the only time you get to design something, create something, contextualize something, conceptualize something, right? So, but but. Theme parks are theme parks. You cannot change because uh, Shrek has to be Shrek, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. what was interesting though, when I went down there, I had, I realized that what they, you have people, they still, you still need that because it's no point you have the cast, audience coming in to watch a live, because they have a live theater there. Yeah. And Shrek will perform and all that. We have that, right? Yeah. You still have to, it's basically the whole uh, packaging. Yeah. Lah. But I won't go into the poll. The, the little politics all that but I mean I will never plenty, uh, plenty, plenty. but I, I, but to talk about I think we were we were very very fortunate to be caught in an era yeah. of mm. of creating a Singapore voice the deadly theatre live and you have the holy they call it a deadly theatre that means I go in, and this is the one reasons why I when I went to even though I was offered Miss Saigon, I went down there, I said, I can't believe that they're offering me Miss Saigon. I'm at Drury Lane. I went there, and I thought it was an open audition, and no, Everybody's I dream is to do West End or Miss Saigon. But when I went there, I, Broadway, I changed my mind. Yeah. Why? Because you're gonna, you are not allowed to create. You are... You producing are, for um, uh, like right? a, a set show cookie cutter but depend on how you look at it though because they they are like that because they have already they are established correct yeah so they correct. become like that they, so, they, but keep, I, they keep the same standard everywhere they yeah, go so if yeah. they bring it to Hong Kong South Africa or Singapore yeah. the same but thing. if I'm going to give yeah, up so thing. much of my life give up and to have my late dad not talk to me for 10 years and all that to give up my now, but it's a big question you give up this question Actually, I tell you something. Ask I have Sean. no regrets. I have no regrets. Sean also went through the same thing. I have no he regrets. Came back to, had to, I done to... Miss Saigon, I would have for the next five years a resume that would fill only one page. If you look at my resume right now, it's almost 20 pages. And everything was. Mine, mine also. And everything I, and I created. 
I created. If I had played to it, it was, I would have to be a rehash of a cookie cutter or what somebody had already created. I need to process, I go through the process of creating and basically, and so every, and so every play I did, every character I created, I, I don't want to see it like Trailblazer, but no, I did that. It, I created that. You forged, that. You forged yeah, it I forged yourself. That is what's special yeah, yeah, yeah. about you in a sense. But I, I, it was not purpose, intentional because if you want to do something, the Malay saying, genggam bara api hingga jadi debu. Hold on to the burning charcoal until it becomes ash. That ah. means if you want to do something, do it well. Do it all the and, way. And, and I, I, I am very proud and I know and I don't think I have the capacity to do that anymore because I'm getting old. But, and I think a, a lot of what you're saying here, I mean, how you all got started, that was through networking with your friends and so on. I wasn't networking. Eh. But, I mean, not really, totally not. But, but you we met just... people and you net and you know, it's no, true that no, network is... No, my mind was not totally not like that. I yeah. went into it totally as a blur sotong. Same, some, I mean, we, we came in because we... we I just knew that see. I want to be in the arts, right? Yeah. So I I, I, I picked up my yellow, took my yellow, yellow page. pages. Then I flip every single page. Anything that has to add, I just write in. Oh, so you were like co-calling everybody. I co-calling. I co-call. Yeah. And then, and then of course, thanks uh, Ruby yeah. from uh, Act 3 replied to me. And, and her letter was very short. Interested. Call us. <laughs> very, inter- very, in- very interesting. And then I went in as a project manager. Uh. So I went to sell birthday party. And then after that, they, they realised that, hey, Ihun quite technical. Huh? So they changed me and put me into production department. And then production department, I met other uh, people from outside, right? Who actually at that time, uh, uh, Lemis, uh, was it Lemis? Yeah, Lemis came in, and Macintosh was doing uh, interviews of of uh, hiring the people for the for the for the production. And I went for the interview, and I was hired. And that's how you got hired. Yeah. But do, do you think it's a lot harder now for this generation, especially? Wow, I tell you, that was my well-paid, most well-paid job in my whole but, lifetime. But, but, but what I'm thinking now is that because in the last eighteen months, especially because a lot of things, are, yeah, 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 a lot of things is all done virtual auditions, virtual interviews, virtual. Do you think that that or train school is virtual? I, Do you think that's going to affect the current generation of you know, those that come in training? I, no la, no yeah, la. No. I, I think there are more, uh, um, more opportunity now. I think there are more. Technical wise, there are more things for for new technical people to explore and play with. Um, automation, there's a lot of automation animation, going happening now. Animation, uh, and, you have and, all and those hot- we have that also in the past, but but not in a big way. But nowadays, all things is possible already. You yeah. know, through, through using media. I think. I think, but but for me, I think theater. I want to go back to the basic lah. Yeah, so I prefer that, uh. it to be really stage. The magic of creation, um, communication, yeah, and everything. I prefer theater still to be the way it is mm. uh, before. Not that I cannot accept new elements. So I think from where we came from to this stage, yeah. I think uh, it was a tremendous journey for both of us also. And I think all the theater practitioner, uh, speaking for everyone. Mm. Right, I think we all have different kind of experience, but I think on the whole, we we we, we really treasure those those time, right? Yeah. So uh, so, so we really really hope we can go back to the theater soon. Yeah. But my, my 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 hope for this generation, I hope, I mean, is this? I mean, like what I totally agree with her. We still have to go back, no matter what you have on your plate, right? You have you have that spectrum, uh, this palette of things you can do, right? If I were born now, I mean, but I'm not. If I were, if we were now, what we would do? But that's because we have the benefit of hindsight. You see, um, 
I think as as performers or product, this thing you don't forget that you are in a platform of communication, of right? The purpose of art is to provoke thought and to open, uh, communicate. And what what are you communicating? You're communicating the zeitgeist of the moment. We will always it's all about that moment, that area. That no matter what I think she, no matter what she do, she did miss I got Alamizra and all that. But she's still Ihun. Ihun is very much this voice and the need to come back to identity. I think it's very important. And that's what makes her unique. So what, what would you say to yourself now if you could talk to yourself and you're the most uncool? I think I would say, yeah, I cannot turn back time. I cannot. I've already made a choice and I do the best of what I, I, I have made. Okay, before I go to that one word, I mean, as we go older, the more knowledge, I, I realized that there was a lot. I started off from a point of fearlessness. Um, same lah, same lah, same. Not thinking That yeah. is another word for fearlessness <laughs> Not thinking. Fearless. <laughs> tai tam. Not, not thinking also, right? Tai, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, and a bit tai tam, very dead. Tai tam, I'm not thinking. Very dead. I mean, like, I not made some of my old teachers money. and some of the things not I Not thinking would... about buying HDB flat. Yeah. Oh. Not thinking CPF. No. Uh, not thinking yeah. about that. Uh, but it came to a point where I, I think no, I was it was not about the theatre or the performance. I, I I think it was about finding myself. I wasn't really, think, I yeah. wasn't really thinking very deep economically. Oh. None, of, none of us were. None of yeah. us were. I I and, tell you I, I But can, it came to yeah, a point where we yeah. had to though, but um I tell you, we still in that stage of don't like to think about economy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. So, so is that advice you would give to young people now who want to start out in theatre yeah, and start you, thinking if, that you, you, way? I think, I think life, life has a way of taking care of you. you. I don't think we were ever hungry. I mean, we were hungry, but we didn't starve. <laughs> we, we are still alive. We are still here. Yeah, we are still right? here. I had no money, but you know what? But I you see, they are surrounded by the same people, so it didn't really matter. Anything that you can change, what you cannot change about us is the experience we have. Mm. <laughs> you can never you can never take this kind of thing away from us because we have the kind of experience from, from a wide spectrum of hardship, you know. But one thing I did and I had to hold through, I, I, you have to follow your heart. Because this yeah, is the thing... Yeah, if you want right? to go into this, this trait, this, this, uh, this perseverance, perseverance is very important and really going into it knowing what you, are, you will go into. You must know what you're going into. It's not bleed like what we've experienced before because the world has changed. There's a lot of potential and possibility and if you want to be in this trade, yes, but really do know what you're going into because it probably is not what your parents expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But one thing will never change, so. I, I believe in this, There's one thing will never change is that, that human spirit too. I think at the end of the day, what if you you're good, what you're going in for, for it, because this is what my masters, my all my masters say. If you're doing it for the money, then might as well go and become a lawyer, right? You're, or doc- if you're, or if you're, it's, it's a calling. It's almost like a calling. You're doing it because because it's so hard. Insurance agent to to ignore the voices Property around agent. you. See, <laughs> like see what I mean? Yeah. Ding, <laughs> and money, even money, my own mom, my late mom would say. Because CPM, they're like, are you mad? What are you doing? What? You you give up inside, you come back to do what? To learn Asian art for what Asian art for? And to so that every time you come on, you to be able to like go on stage again and again and live it again and again and make it as moment to moment life that, that I mean, I, that I will not change. Uh, that was the demand yeah, we, I would we, put on we, myself. That's why we because end up like that. Otherwise, why do? <laughs> otherwise, why do? I don't want to do this anymore lah because uh, yeah, they pay me this much, I do that much. Feed your stomach or feed no. your soul. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Feed your stomach or feed your soul. 
And if so you, you don't do want it, to feed your soul, man. Because <laughs> if you do it for that, if you do it, if you do it, because you do it to, if you do it for that reason, the money will come. If people want to find you right now on like uh, social media or anything, like you just want to see the work that you guys are doing or, you know, find out more about you. Still sorry. stage ducky, you know. Stage okay, ducky, sorry. okay. So you are stage ducky on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm Gani Karim. But then I'm like not, op- not open to public. Yeah, me too. So you Okay, okay. Wrong. So cannot reach out to them. <laughs> I mean, you have to find no, them. No, no, no. Actually, the problem actually is that I, I, Facebook have, I have people who always private message me but mm. yeah thank you so much for joining us uh, in our show today Ihun as well as Gani it was like a master class in theatre yeah. honestly you, you, you honestly. have to always just yeah. be, you know follow and be stubborn yeah <laughs> and always uh, but I think that the greatest takeaway is just really to follow your heart a lot so thank you so much for joining don't us don't follow today. it blindly don't follow yeah, don't it blindly, blindly but Follow, hold, hold the charcoal, hold the yeah. charcoal. And, Thank uh, you so much. Think with the heart, feel with the mind, see with your ears, and listen with your eyes. And we hope to see you back on stage soon, Gani and Gani especially. I think yes. I'm always the support. You won't see me on stage. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, something. Let, let, let's hope that day comes, and we hope the theater opens God soon really. as well. Mm. You know, they've been they've been had a, they had a hard time for the last eighteen <laughs> you months. Still so seeing dance. <laughs> they had a hard time for the last eighteen months. Let's hope that you know it improves for them soon. Yeah. Challenges thank always give us opportunities. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for yeah. thank you giving so us the opportunity to talk also. <laughs> and thank you for bringing us together. Oh. After so long. Oh. Thank you and thank you so much. Thank you.